I think it's really easy to be like, oh, feel into it before it's already yours. And people are like, what the heck do you even mean? Like, I don't have 10K a month. So like, how do I feel into that? And it's like, start small, like literally start small. And then as you start to manifest things, then of course, like set the, you know, the 5K, the 10K, the 20K, the 50K. So there is no shame in going, thank you universe for my first hundred dollars in my business. I'm so grateful. You know, rather than being like, oh, well, I didn't manifest like six figures. Like, that's no good. It's like, no, celebrate so much that you made that first first payment. Someone paid you from that. Like, you created something. Like, you made money literally from something you created that wasn't there before. So celebrate that. And then it becomes 200 and then 500 and then 1,000 and then 5,000 and then 10,000. Like, work it up because that is how you get into that energy so easily. And that's how it gets really easy for you to feel into that energy of it being yours before it already is. Welcome, my love, to the Strong Babe Collective podcast. If you are ready to step into your power, call in your biggest desires and manifest the life that you are so worthy of, then babe, you are in the right place. I know you're listening to this podcast in divine timing, and I am so excited to give you the mindset shifts, the inspired action steps, and the support into total alignment that you need to step into your highest self and manifest your biggest desires. It's time, my love, to call in the freedom, the impact, and the abundance that you know you're here for, and I am so excited to be your high vibe bestie every step of the way as you call it all in. Welcome back, my love, to another episode. I am so excited that you are here and I am so looking forward to diving into all of the high vibe goodness that is honestly waiting for you inside of this one. In case we haven't met, my name is Taylor Ray. I am the founder of Strong Babe Collective. I am a manifestation and mindset coach. I am the host of this here podcast and I'm your high vibe bestie as I literally help you to step into your power and call in the abundant life that you are so freaking worthy of. So my love, get excited because we have got so much to go through together inside of this episode. And guess what? Today we are flipping the script. We are changing it up and we are just doing a 180 on the normal podcast formula where today it is not just a solo episode, nor am I interviewing someone, but drum roll... I am actually sharing an interview with you where I am the interviewee. So recently I was interviewed over on the Freedom Babe podcast by my gorgeous gal, Kelly Marciniak, and... Holy heck, this interview is fire, like literal fire. I can't even begin to tell you. As I was going through and re-listening to the episode, which I enjoyed so much, by the way, I was just listening to it and there were so many incredible takeaways inside of it. I absolutely love being interviewed because I love the fact that I'm asked the questions. It is just such a different dynamic when someone is prompting you and asking you all of the questions around the things that they actually want want answered. And to me, those are always such powerful episodes because a lot of the time, the questions that I'm being asked are questions that you babes really want answered as well. And I just figured, honestly, that you guys really needed to hear this. And I wanted to make sure that you didn't miss out on it because like I said, what we dive into is so freaking transformational. And I really want you to get ready to receive on this one. So whatever else is going on for you right now, whether you're driving, whether you're at the gym, whether you are out for a walk, maybe you're making dinner, you might be doing your makeup after having a shower, whatever. I don't mind what you're doing, but just make sure that you are in a position where you energetically open yourself up to receive because there is so much inside of this episode that you are going to want to take notes on. So, oh, I'm so excited. We're diving into so much. We're going to talk a lot about 
my journey with anxiety and how I actually moved through that by coming into the present moment and the power of the now, the power of actually being present and expressing gratitude and how that changed my life and how you babes can take that away to actually apply it and make massive shifts in your life as well. We talk about the importance of setting timeframes and what my take on that when it comes to setting an expectation around what it is that you are manifesting. Like, do you set a time frame or don't you? It's a question that I get asked a lot and I'm really excited that Kelly asks me this on this interview because I dive deep into exactly what you should do in order to let your desires manifest fast for you. We talk about what to do if you're feeling stuck and how to actually get clarity around what it is that you want so that you're not sitting in the dark and you're not saying that you want to change your life, but not actually being super clear on that so that the universe can actually deliver for you. One of my favorite questions inside of this interview that Kelly asks me is how to actually define manifesting. And I love what she says where she says to me, you know, a lot of the time people have, you know, this belief that it's kind of made up or it's a little bit too magic or maybe it's a little bit too woo and what my take on that is and hopefully by now that you know that I'm someone that's very big on you know mixing the woo with the work and the aligned action as well as the energy so talking about the internal and the external and how that all comes together and I'm really excited to share this take with you inside of this episode because I think it gives a real redefinition to what manifesting is to allow it to be something that is so much easier for you because I know a lot of the time it can seem like this really great thing and something that you want to do like you want to be manifesting all of this stuff into your life but sometimes we can get a little bit removed from what that actually means so I love that I get the opportunity to actually clear this up on this episode we talk a lot about the importance of your energy and how to actually feel into your desires and why that's everything like it is the foundation when it comes to manifesting and we go over how to actually break down your goals into smaller steps in order to enhance your manifesting power so there is so so much and I also do dive into my eight step process to manifesting like I literally walk you through the eight step process that you need to know when it comes to unlocking your manifestation power and stepping into it fully. So, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited to share this entire interview with you. And I also have a very special and exciting announcement, and it has to do with the idea of being asked questions. So I get a lot of beautiful questions from you babes over on Instagram. It's at strong babe collective. If we're not already connected, come over, send me a DM, say hello, let's connect. Let's really take this high vibe bestie relationship to the next level. Um, but I'm getting sidetracked. I get a lot of amazing questions from you babes over there. And I spend a lot of time in the DMS answering those, getting back to you babes as much as I possibly can and supporting you on your beautiful journeys. And it really started to make me think, you know, these questions that you babes are sending, me I'm sure so many of you have these questions like that's that's the energy of everything like we're also divinely connected so if one person has that question a lot of people are going to have it and so what I wanted to do was to actually open up the space and to start creating episodes that are ask Tay episodes and what I want and what I'm asking from you is that you actually start asking me the questions that you want me to answer because I know if you've got particular questions about your journey about what you're manifesting then my love, there are going to be others with those questions. And you babes know this by now. It's so important to me that I'm supporting you on your journey as you work through your limiting beliefs, as you let go of that resistance, as you step into your power, as you figure out your purpose, and as you call in the aligned and abundant life that you are so, so worthy of. And so I want to give you extra support. And so what I am doing is I am going to start introducing these Ask Tay episodes where you get to submit your questions directly to me and then I answer them on the podcast so that you obviously get your answer 
but then those beautiful shifts also get shared with countless other strong babes that actually need to hear them as well. So, oh my gosh, I'm so freaking excited about this. Like it literally just makes me so happy. And so if you have a question that you would like for me to answer on the podcast, you can go to strongbabe.co forward slash ask Tay, and you can submit your questions to me so that you can get featured on the episode. Oh my gosh, so freaking excited. Like I literally hope that you're as excited about this as I am. And if you feel called to send me a question, then make sure you head straight to that link. I'll pop it in the show notes below so it's super easy for you. Submit your question and then be on the lookout for the next Ask Tay episode. Make sure that you are subscribed on whatever platform that you are listening to this so that you don't miss out on these episodes as they come out because you never know which episode I am going to release with your question on it. And I wouldn't want you to miss out on the answers to the questions that you have so that you can start to make those shifts in your life as well. So, oh my gosh, literally so much to look forward to together, but let's not get carried away with that. (laughs) Let's bring it back to this incredible interview. I'm so excited to share it with you and I'm so looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this episode and how much you get out of it. As always, make sure that you let me know you enjoy the episode by screenshotting it whenever you feel called to at your favorite part, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Strong Babe Collective so that I see it so I can connect with you and send you some high vibe love over on Instagram. So many of us have been on in that situation before where something doesn't feel right in terms of our career, but we feel like, I feel like we're just taught work is supposed to suck so that we don't always question it as much as we should. So if you guys are feeling that way now, just know that like, you're not feeling shitty because you're supposed to feel shitty. You're feeling shitty because the universe wants you to look at things differently and start kind of figuring out what it is that you're supposed to do. And would would you say that that's kind of what it was for you too? Oh, like a million percent. Yes. And I say this all the time. Like if you follow me on Instagram or you've come to like a free masterclass or you're a client or anything, you would have heard me say at some point, like if something is calling you, it is for a reason. Like it is showing up for a reason. It's not a joke. It's not the universe showing you this thing that you could be doing, but sorry, not for you today. Like that's for you. And that's the reason that it's showing up within your intuition, because that is honestly what is waiting for you. And a lot of the time, you know, we have this thing, we're like, Oh, I feel so cool to do this, but I can't because, and we come up with all of these reasons as to why we can't quit our job or we can't move countries or we can't move into a different house or we can't change our friendship groups or we can't like all of these reasons as to we, we literally justify why we are, stuck even though there is no such thing as being stuck like your choice is your power like you are literally able to define your entire life but it's up to you to actually hear those messages and hear those signs and notice those things coming up for you and actually say yes to them and the moment that you give yourself permission to actually say yes to them that is when your entire life will change like I promise, I literally speak from experience and I have helped so many clients to move through that and seeing it every single time like oh, I just it's so important to me to get this message out there because I honestly see so many babes just feeling so stuck in their lives. And I'm like, it's your life. Like you get to define what you want to do. Like, what are you, what are you waiting for? Like, are you waiting until, you know, the end of your life and you're like, Oh, that's not what I want to do. I'll just quickly whip back now and redo it. It's like, no, like you have to choose what it is that you want. So if it's showing up for you, like give yourself permission to actually say yes to it and go for it. So what is one thing that people who are feeling stuck could do today to like just move, like push that needle or move them in the right direction so they don't have to feel so shitty anymore. 
and they don't have to wait either. Oh. Yes. No, such a good question. Honestly, like the biggest thing is like, get that clarity around what you actually want. Because I feel like for a long, like for the majority of people for the longest time, you know, you're sitting in this, like, I wish life was different. I wish I had more money. I wish I had a different job. I wish I had a different partner. Like I wish I had my dream business, all those sorts of things, but not actually defining what it is that you want. And the thing is, you know, you can say all as much as you want, like, Oh, I want things to be different. And a lot of the time, you know, we, we say that because it feels comfortable. Like it feels really, really comfortable to say, Oh, you know, I wish that things were different. Okay, cool. Now I can just move on and like go back to sort of feeling stuck and feeling, you know, a little bit sorry for myself in the position that I'm in rather than actually doing the thing that's a little bit uncomfortable and pushing ourselves out of there. But the thing is like, the best version of you and everything that you're waiting for is just outside of your comfort zone, but you've got to go there. And to go there, you've got to know where it is that you're going. So you need to actually slow down a little bit and actually just be like, okay, exactly where I'm at am is exactly where I'm meant to be. Like that is the big thing to realize is, you know, you are exactly where you're meant to be at all times. Like you are so divinely guided, even if right now you feel so stuck and you feel, you know, like, oh, this is the worst position ever. And I hate where I am. Like it's happening for a reason so that you can get clear on what it is that you actually do want and then get that clarity and figure it out. And like one of the most powerful things you can do is give yourself the time and the space with you. Like that's one of the things I see so much is like, people aren't listening to what it is that's actually coming up. And so what I would say to actually like an actionable step that you can take right now, like get a piece of paper and do some stream of consciousness journaling, like literally channel in to what it is that is coming up for you. And that might sound like way too woo, but all that it is, is literally sit down, like do some breathing exercises, pick up a pen and let it flow out. Like do not filter what is coming up for you because that you see that so much. Like people, it starts to come up and then they go, oh no, not that. Like I can't write that down. But if you actually give yourself permission to write it down, you'll be so surprised at what comes up and then pick the thing out of that that you actually want to do and you want to make that change. And then literally set that as the thing that you put all your energy towards, like focus on it so much and start to break down a plan as like how you're actually going to make that happen. Oh my God. I love that. You're on fire. This is amazing. (laughs) Um, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's get into the manifestation part because I feel like that's almost what comes next in a sense. Like, okay, this is like my plan. This is what I want. Now, like, let's talk about manifesting that. So what is like, what is your definition of manifestation? Because I feel there is such a hype around the world or to many people it's like fluffy or it's like not realistic or like they think it's, I don't know. I think so many people, cause I've seen people use the word manifest in quotes. I feel like they think it's make believe or it's, do you know what I mean? It's something that's just made up or like magical. So I'm just curious what your definition is. Um, and let's just like set the record straight because I, another perception that I see come up a lot is that people think then they can just manifest something into their reality without showing up and doing the work. So I just want to hear your take on the whole process and the definition and anything that you have to say around it. Yeah, no, honestly, I'm so glad you asked that question. Cause it's, it's, I'm so passionate about talking about this and I agree with you so much where 
it is a term that's really, really thrown around. And I feel like it's sort of started to become like a bit of a buzzword. And don't get me wrong, like I'm so glad that people are talking about it. And I'm so glad that you know you can feel it. Like the world is shifting more into like a spiritual energy and a lot more of like the divine feminine. And I'm totally so glad agree. that people are starting to learn about manifestation. But sometimes, you know, the meaning of what it actually is can get lost along the way when it's not really being clearly defined and people are more focused on like sharing what they manifest rather than how they manifest. So like yes. I manifested, you know, a 20 yes. month. So I manifested, I think that's what you know, a Range Rover. I met, yes. yeah, you know what I mean? Like I manifested like, my dream how? how did you just like, yeah. and I also think that the thing is too, when people like manifest physical things, like let's say the Range Rover or like the new handbag, people don't, I think sometimes people assume that, they got it for free. So let's not, let's, let's, let me just slide that in there. Cause like, that's not always the case either. It, like getting something doesn't mean that you were gifted it or it just like randomly showed up. Like it could still involve you paying for it, but maybe you manifested the resources or the opportunity. A hundred percent. Yes. Honestly, like to set the record straight, like, you know, when you manifest something, it's, it's actualizing your thoughts. So it's like something that has been in your thoughts. Maybe it's on a vision board. It's something that you, and don't get me wrong when I say it, maybe it's on a vision board. It doesn't have to be on a vision board. Like don't feel like you can't manifest if you haven't sat down and created like your vision board on Pinterest or cut out all these pictures in a magazine. Of course, that's a really powerful tool, but there are countless tools out there when it comes to manifesting. But to actually manifest something is to take something that was once in your thoughts and it actualizes into your reality. It physically manifests itself. And like you said, you know, it's not, oh, pop, like I'm just sitting on my couch and like, oh, a million dollars landed on my lap. Like, no, like that's not what it is at all. It's about, you know, when you manifest something and I stress this so much in, you know, everything I ever teach is like, realize like when you manifest something, you are one half of the equation. So a lot of the time you see people being like, you know, just putting so much, you know, the universe will bring it, the universe will do it, the universe will deliver it. And it's like, yes, it will, but you better show up. Like you better actually play your part. And I always say like, you are one half of the equation, like meet the universe halfway. Like it's like having like a recipe, you know, and you know, you've got all of the ingredients, right? Like you've got the flour, you've got the eggs, you've got the butter, you've got the water, the milk, whatever, but no oven. Like how do you expect to have a cake? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. you're the oven. Like you're, you are the thing. You're the catalyst that allows these things to actually manifest for you. Like, yes, the energy work is so important and the law of attraction is so crucial. But what goes wrong is people think it's just the law of attraction and manifesting is not just the law of attraction. Like there are so many universal laws working for you at all times. The two biggest ones that I focus on the most are law of attraction and law of action because law of action is the law that allows law of attraction to really speed up. Because when you take your inspired action, you take your aligned action, you do the things that you need to do in the physical reality, that's when you make the biggest shifts in the metaphysical So like all the energy work and that's how you call it in really fast. But if you're sitting there thinking like, I'm not going to do any work, like I'm just going to chill here and I'm just going to lay back and hopefully, you know, that Range Rover just drives itself into my driveway. Like, no, like that's, you know, the likelihood of that is very, very slim. Like, you know, who knows? It might get gifted to you, but you want it to happen fast. You want it to happen for you when you actually desire it show up, do the work, take the inspired action, but do it all in flow, not from that place of trying to force it either. I love that you said that because I feel you just explained that perfectly. And for people who thought it was this like whole, like 
fluffy magical thing like you literally just said you still have to do the work and you don't always see people doing the work when they manifest these things too like you don't see them going to the like let's say going into Louis Vuitton and looking around but not buying anything because that's not as like Instagrammable is actually buying the bank, yeah. right? Like you don't see people always yeah. going into like a Range Rover or whatever and test driving it because again, people want to show like getting the thing and doing the thing. And I always say like, yes, Instagram is a highlight reel. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing, but you have to remember that you're not always seeing the full picture with it. So like, even though people around you are manifesting things all the time and talking about it, it doesn't mean that they haven't shown up and done the work. So I want to know what the number Mm -hmm. one thing um, that people are missing or like fucking up when it comes to manifesting. What do you see? Where do you see people go wrong? Oh, um, honestly, I would say there's two parts to that. And the first one is kind of what I touched on just before where they do focus just on the law of attraction. And honestly, like it is exactly what you said where, because it is really easy to be like, Oh, I manifested you. Let's just just keep going with the Range Rover. Like, you know, I manifested the Range Rover. Like here it is. Like, but no one saw the lead up. No one saw, you know, what it took to get their business to the 10 K months or the 20 K months so that they could do that. No one saw them, you know, built like spending hours, like, you know, creating the courses or doing things like that. No one saw them, um, you know, doing all of the work in terms of building websites and sales funnels and all those sorts of things to call those clients in and to be able to actually have that money flowing to them. Nobody saw them, you know, going, about, you know, going in and doing the research and finding out the prices and talking to the the car person. Like nobody saw all of that. They just see, oh, I've got my car. And it's like, that's where, and also, you know, the misconception, and this has been talked about a lot, but even like the movie, The Secret, like literally all it talks about is the law of attraction. And that's where a lot of people learned about, you know, manifesting and things like that. And so it kind of just spread like, you know, there's so much in there that just talks about like visualize it, like affirm it. And so it is. And yes, that's all crucial. And it's all stuff that I teach, but like there is this whole other side that just doesn't get mentioned. And that is like the law of attra- the law of action. Sorry. Like taking the aligned action, taking the inspired action, doing the things in flow, like getting those nudges from your intuition and actually acting on them rather than just being mm-hmm. like, hmm, that seems like a weird coincidence. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I'll just keep moving on. Like, it's like, no, that showed up for a reason. Like do something about it. Um, so I would say that would definitely be the first thing is that people think, you know, it is just law of attraction. And if it, if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's like, well, yeah, like, the, like, of course, like everything happens exactly for you when it's supposed to in divine timing. But that's not to say that, you know, you don't show up and you don't do things because you think, oh, well, if it's meant to happen, like you are the one creating the resistance. Mm-hmm. You are the one not doing the things that you need to do to open yourself up to be able to receive. So that's where you're falling over. You need to actually do the things that make you this magnet for what it is that you're calling in. Because when you start to take those steps, like you step into the version of you that has already manifested it. You start doing the things in alignment with the version of you that's already called it in. Of course, it's going to happen for you. But you sit there not wanting to make the change and not wanting to take any action, not wanting to do any things. Why would it manifest for you? Like why would the universe deliver? Because you're not signaling that you're ready, you know? So that would be the first thing. And then the second thing that I would say is that people then try to force it. So then they come from this place of desperation. They come from this place of lack. They come from this place of like scarcity, um, fear. You know, if I don't have this thing, I'm not whole. I'm not happy. I'm not loved. I'm not abundant. Like they put this, you know, like let's say you want to be, you want to feel abundant. They put, you know, having abundance in to what it is that they are manifesting. So like I do, I'm not abundant until I've made a 10K month. 
And it's like, no, 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 like you're abundant now. Like you need to feel into that right now, no matter what is going on for you. You need to celebrate that abundance because when you celebrate abundance, you manifest more abundance because the energy that you put out is the energy that you attract. So what you focus on, you create. So if you sit in that energy of scarcity being like, oh shit, like I really want this 10K month, like so, so much. If I don't have this, I'm just, oh my gosh, I failed. Like, you know, that, if that that's the energy that you come from. You're creating so much resistance around it. So it's about setting those intentions and knowing that they're yours and feeling into them before they're yours and taking the aligned action in alignment with it already being yours, doing the things as though you would do if you already had it. Okay. And those two things are what would like counteract those two things that I feel people often get wrong, which is law of attraction. They don't have to take any action. And then sometimes when they take the action, they take it from this place of fear and forcing rather than feeling into it and just feeling so much certainty and support. Okay, totally. And I see that all the time. Like I will for one, we've all been there. We've all done both things. Cause like sometimes even as much as you practice this stuff, sometimes you forget, sometimes you forget you have to show up. Sometimes you don't realize that you're coming from like this scarcity mindset. So what was your, I want to talk about your like manifestation process in a minute, but like just going back to the desperateness and the scarcity, like I just find when you're in that state of mind, it is really hard sometimes to choose Mm -hmm. to see things differently. But what is like, Mm -hmm. what is like your biggest tip for going back to abundance when you're in that scarcity mindset? Oh, this is such a good question. And I love that you said, um, you know, sometimes you fall back there and like, I'm first to put my hand up and say like, yes, like I teach this all the time, but it doesn't mean that I don't have moments either. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I don't have moments where fear pops up when I'm up leveling to the next level, you know, Mm -hmm. um, where I don't have those moments of, you know, concern, worry, um, scarcity, even though that's something that I've worked on so, 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 so freaking much. Like, honestly, like I'm someone that came from a very poor money mindset, like really, really scarcity driven money mindset. And I've had to do so much work around that to step into that abundance. But it doesn't mean that I don't have moments where that still pops up for me. And I want to like get that like on the record because like you see so much where, you know, people who are teaching it or their coaches in it and things like that. And they're like, Oh no, like I never have like a low vibe moment. Like I'm just floating around on my cloud, like 24 seven high vibe life. Like, and like, it's, it's not, it can't be true because the thing is like you, you are human. And as human, you have ego, like it is part of being human. And as a result, you have ego, you've got limiting beliefs, you've got fear, you've got, you know, moments where you're going to be worried or you're going to be sad, or you're going to have that fear around money or feelings of scarcity. But the thing to realize is that if a limiting belief or ego or fear or something like that pops up for you, that does not define your life. You have the ability to choose at all times. And so if this feeling of scarcity pops up for you or this, this a limiting belief around money pops up for you, that doesn't define you. Like that is not an instruction manual. Your thoughts are not a definition. You have the ability as to whether or not you accept those thoughts and then you reaffirm them to yourself and you make them your truth. Or you can choose to go, okay, I see you, ego. Like you're here. You've joined the party today. However, I'm not letting you take the wheel and decide where we are going. I recognize that you're here. I recognize that you are part of me because I'm human and that's cool, but not today. Like not today. We're not going to go down that path. I'm going to let you hold me back. And the other part to that too is, and I just want to say this because a lot of the time, like ego gets like demonized. Like, you know, it's this big awful thing. And if you have a moment of ego, like that's bad. It's like, no, no, no. Like, and I have talked about this, like a whole episode of this on my podcast, but 
um, with your ego, like I, I really changed my relationship with ego and with limiting beliefs where when ego comes up for me, when a limiting belief comes up for me, I literally celebrate it. Like I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Like, thank you for popping up today because you have given me an opportunity to up-level. You've given me an opportunity to grow. You've shown me an area where I've still got a little bit of evolving to do. And that is great because we are on this big, beautiful journey, continuously evolving towards our higher selves. And that's a forever thing. Like you're always going to be working on that. And every time, if you can shift your view around this to like, you know, you have fear around something pop up and you you don't go, oh shit, like I failed. Like I'm feeling so scared of this. Or, oh my gosh, like I had a moment of scarcity. I, I suck. Like how can I think that I can possibly do this? It's like, no, no, no. Like that's popped up for you to show you where you can grow and you can evolve and you can make that little change and you make that little change. That's when you'll start to call in the next level things. That's when you will really call in that abundance because you're moving through that fear. And that fear often pops up in the times that feel the hardest and the times that feel like it's not going to happen for you. You know, like you're like, oh, I want to manifest 10K in 30 days. On the 30th day, do you feel as confident if it hasn't happened as you did on the first? Definitely not because on the first day, you were like, I've got 30 days to manifest 10K, like easy. On, on day seven, you're like, okay, hasn't happened yet. Day 14, we're halfway, like, oh, <laughs> you know, the third weekend, you're like, okay, still hasn't happened. On that 30th day, if it still hasn't happened, that's the moment that you need to show up the most and you need to still push through that massive fear that's going to come up for you. Because just because it doesn't happen when you think that it will doesn't mean it's not coming. Like it's mm. coming in divine timing. It might be on day 31. You thought it was supposed to be on day 30. But you show up on day 30 with the same certainty around it, you're going to allow it to manifest on day 31 when it was supposed to. But if on day 30 you let that fear get the best of you and you let those thoughts define you, great. Will you create all that resistance around it? And guess what? Day 31, it doesn't come because now you've got all of that resistance. So it's just about feeling into the ego. It's about feeling into the resistance, celebrating it, looking at ways that you can evolve doing the up level and trusting that whatever it is that you're calling in, like it's making its way to you and it will, it is yours. It's already yours. It's just going to be there when it is supposed to in divine timing. I love that you talked about celebrating the ego because I've literally never heard anyone talk about that before. And I like totally agree with you. And it's like, instead of looking at that as something negative when you celebrate it like you also know it's like it's a way of the universe saying hey guess what you're up leveling right now um but like it's like it's I don't think the universe tests us but it kind of is a test in that sense too to see like how you handle that situation so what do you do like I loved what you were talking about as well on the 30th day like how you still have to really really hold the trust like are there any like rituals that you have or any like go-to practices that you have to really 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 like own in and like hold that trust when it looks like it's not going to happen Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I have so many things. Literally I created like a whole course around it and there's like nearly 40 practices that I use like continuously all the time. And I've broken them all down, like step-by-step step into exactly how to manifest. And it all breaks down into something called the creation method. Um, but like on like a, like a smaller scale so that I can like give you guys some like steps and things that you can be doing right now. Like for me, some of the big, like one of my most favorite things, one of my most powerful tools for me. And I think I've always been like this. Like I've always loved writing, but for me, journaling is like everything. Um, and you can literally rewrite your limiting beliefs. And I teach this like so in depth in, in the course and like how to do it. But like in a nutshell, basically, you know, what you can do is like, if you've got like limiting beliefs or fear popping up for you, like 
grab your, grab your journal. Like literally, like, I can't even begin to tell you how much my life changed when I started to create like a dedicated journaling practice. And I'm not saying that you need to sit down for half an hour a day and have sage going and have your crystals all around you. Like, don't get me wrong. I love that stuff. And I do have crystals and sage, but like journaling works if you've got like 30 seconds and you write down five affirmations and then you go about your day. Like that's like a big thing is like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to have this like insane spiritual practice. Otherwise nothing will manifest. It's like, no, like just start to take little tiny steps now. And like the little tiny steps that you can start taking, like, you know, implement a bit of a journaling practice. And one of the biggest things that I like to do, if I'm, if I'm working through limiting beliefs, I'm working through fear, I'm working through doubt around something manifesting for me. I literally grab my journal and, you know, if it's really there, like if it's really, really present, I will write down like, these are the limiting beliefs that I release. These are no longer true for me. And I will literally write them down and then cross them out and make them not true for you anymore. Like, you know, um, I believe, like, I believe money is hard to come by. Cross it out. Like money flows easily and effortlessly to me at all times. Like rewrite it, flip it on its head, literally take the limiting belief and redefine it and literally create a new affirmation for yourself from that thing. And that is going to be the most powerful affirmation for you because it is so clearly attached to what it is that you are trying to work through. And that is honestly one of the most powerful things that I've done is actually gone through and like rewritten like every single limiting belief into an affirmation for myself. And when you can do that, you realize like, you know, those limiting beliefs just don't have any power over you at all. And that's like one of the things you can do as well is if like a limiting belief comes up for you or that ego comes up for you, debunk it. Like come up with like, okay, why do I believe that this is true? Like what evidence do I have that this is actually true for me? You're not going to come up with anything because ego is always coming from a place of wanting to hold you back. It's coming from a place of wanting to keep you small. And like I said before, ego is not bad. It's just like that at some point along the journey that served you, like keeping you safe served you, like it saved you from having to push out of that comfort zone and doing the thing that you didn't want to do. So it does actually come from that place of service, but long-term it, it actually just holds you back. And so what you want to do is like, okay, like that egoic thought comes up for you. Like, okay, well, why, why do I believe that that is true? What evidence do I have that that is true? There's not really going to be anything that comes up. And then, okay, well, what evidence do I have that the contrary is true? And then start to feel into that energy instead and then literally flip the limiting belief on its head and turn it into an affirmation and then use those affirmations. Write them out consistently. Say them to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say them over and over again. Record them. Listen to them before you fall asleep. There's so many things that you can be doing with them, but it all starts with you getting very honest with yourself and not feeling like bad because a limiting belief comes up for you, but instead being like, okay, cool. Like this is, this is room for growth. How can I use this to up level and to evolve? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Amazing. And it's like the easiest thing to do yet. The easiest thing not to do. That's why I think so many people aren't actually doing it. So go and do that yes. right now. You guys write down all of those. Limiting <laughs> okay. So I want to know, do you have like a manifesting process? Like, do you have like a step-by-step thing? And like, what does that look like if you do? Um, yeah, I do. Um, but like I, so for, like for me in terms of like a step-by-step, like how to manifest. So basically for me, like I had been manifesting for ages and I was sort of teaching clients like one-on-one how to do it. Um, and then I wanted to create like a group course. So I was like, I need to teach this like on a bigger level. Like, how do I do that? Like, how do you teach manifest like step-by-step? Like, you know, rather than all these things that I was kind of doing in my life. And, um, 
honestly, like I just knew because I was running out of hours like to work with people one-on-one. So I was like, okay, I need to do this like a bigger scale so they can share it with more people. And I was honestly at a loss. Like I was like, I know what I do, but I don't know how to put this together. And I literally asked the universe, like I literally said, okay, universe, like I'm ready. Like give me whatever it is that I'm supposed to do. However it is that I'm supposed to share this tell me now. And I, again, picked up my journal, picked up my pen and I did exactly what I talked to you about at the beginning, which is that stream of consciousness journaling. And I just let it all flow onto paper. Like I started to write down all the things that I did in my life. Like literally every single thing when it came to manifesting from, you know, working through the limiting beliefs to setting intentions, to knowing how to write affirmations, to journaling practice, like everything. And I wrote it all down. And then Honestly, like I still remember, it was like I was watching my hand write and this does happen a lot for me when I journal. I'm not really aware of what's coming out. So it's almost like I'm watching someone else's hand and I'm just watching the words like come onto paper. Crazy. And that all happened. And then, yeah. And then um, honestly, I just started to circle things and like group them together into like, okay, well, those two things are like, you know, in a similar sort of category and those things over there are in a similar category. And I kind of grouped it all up. And then I was like, well, you know, that section there, like that's about clarity. And then that section over there is about the different tools that you can use. And when I was done, the, um, the different pillars that I had were clarity, rituals, energy, alignment, tools, identity, ownership, and negativity. And the first letter of every word together spelt the word creation. Stop. <laughs> and I, oh my God. Yeah, no, I know. And I, I literally dropped my pen. Like, like I said to you, like, it wasn't like I was create. I didn't feel like I was creating this. Like I know that I channeled this from somewhere far higher than me. And it was like, even when I talk about it, like I just, I can feel my energy shift. Like it just honestly, thinking back to it, like I got goosebumps and I literally said to my partner, James, like, I was like, this is it. Like, this is what I'm here to teach. Like the creation method. Like, this is the message that I've been given. Like, this is what I am supposed to teach. And we literally like went out to dinner, celebrated that this flow had come through. Like we just knew that this was such a monumental thing. And I just knew that in that moment, like I'd figured out what I was supposed to do. And basically the creation method is over eight different pillars, like going through each of the different elements of actually how to manifest. And then within them is all of the different practices. So uh, like, like I said, there's like nearly 40 of them. So like, I, I probably don't have time to like go into every single one of them, but basically like in a nutshell to go through what each of those things look like. So when you want your, at the beginning, like it's all about having your clarity, like setting, like we talked about before, you know, set your intentions. What is it that you are calling in? Like, what does that look like? Like, what are you telling the universe that you are ready for? And having so much clarity around it, because you got to think about it. Like, you know, if you say you want something, but you're not clear on what it is, how can you expect the universe to deliver? It's like telling your friend, like, I want my favorite dinner for dinner. Can you please go and get all the ingredients, for my absolute favorite meal to make tonight, but not telling them what dinner you want. And then they go to the shops and they get all these ingredients for a really nice dinner and they bring it back. And then you're like, well, that's not my favorite dinner. And they're like, well, I don't know. Like I just picked a nice dinner. Like you didn't tell me what you wanted. Like mm-hmm. that's the exact same thing like, for the universe. Like if you're not clear, you can't expect it to deliver. So that's what the first step would be. It's like get that clarity. Um, and then the second step is to have your rituals. So to have the, the sacred rituals that you literally use 
to actually go about shifting your energy. And so for me, like what I teach in the course and for me, those rituals are um, meditation. So like having like a meditative practice and you like I teach the girls in the course how to manifest, but you can start anywhere. I started with Headspace. Like that was honestly what I started with and I highly recommend that app if you've never never meditated before. Um, so powerful. It was really hard in the beginning, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the more I did it, the easier it got. I used to have like the most wild brain, like the worst, most wild mind. It would not stop. Um, but yeah, meditating will shift so much journaling, um, and having like a gratitude ritual, like gratitude is freaking everything. Like when you start to be grateful, you manifest more to be grateful for. So starting to like make gratitude lists and things like that. Um, the third step is to learn how to shift your energy. So realizing like everything is energy and learning how to actually, you know, harness that. So realizing, like I said before, like you get to choose where your energy is. Like if you're feeling low vibe, like you don't have to stay there. Like you have the ability to shift into a high vibe state um, and like knowing that you always have control over that. Um, the fourth step is alignment. So learning how to like align yourself, like not just with your desires, but finding alignment within yourself. So that's like one of the biggest things is like people always focus on what it is that they want externally. And they're so like, okay, I'm manifesting this, that, and the other, like all these external things. But that's really hard to align with. That's really hard to manifest if you're not aligned within yourself. So mm-hmm. having those practices of, practices of self-love and those things that you do for you that really help you to come into a true connection with who you are and what it is that you stand for and how you see yourself. Like that is so powerful. And that was a massive part of my journey along the way. Cause I used to realistically like put such a version of myself forward. That was not me at all. And so I know how powerful that was when I really gave myself permission to shine authentically. Um, and so that's what that alignment step is about. So you know, find that alignment with yourself and then align with your desires. And like I said before, feel into them already being yours. Like know it's already yours before they've manifested. Um, T is like having your different tools. So that's where, you know, things like knowing how to, to ground and how to have like a connection with source energy, um, shifting your energetic state, you know, going outside, you know, going to the beach, like doing, knowing things that you can like raise your vibration, like having those tools that you can rely on. Um, the six, step I think I'm up to yeah no I sorry yeah the sixth step is identity so that's all about like you know um shifting into an abundant state of mind and that's where we work a lot on like money mindset and how to call in money but you know in terms of this and like you guys actually having actionable steps like what is your identity like how do you shift into that state of abundance well it's exactly what we talked about before so feeling into being abundant before you you know quote unquote think that you are like you are so abundant like if you're listening to this you've got the internet (laughs) celebrate that Mm -hmm. you've got a phone or you've got a computer like that's abundance. Like you've got some element of freedom because you're listening to this when you want to. So that's having, you have an abundant life already. It's not just money. Like abundance is so much more than that. And recognizing all the different ways that you are already abundant is what's going to call in so much more of it. Um, And then, oh, the seventh step is about taking ownership. So taking ownership of your manifestation journey, realizing it is, it is literally up to you. Like nothing outside of you. No one else has an impact on that. Um, you can't control the external. You can only control the internal. Like that's all that you ever have control over. And when you realize like, when you realize that, like it sounds like, Oh, I don't have any control. It's like you have all the control because as soon as you realize like your internal is what you have control over, you control the way that you act and react to the things going on outside of you. And that is what defines your entire life because those actions and those reactions 
really like they define where it is that you're going. Um, so that is your ownership. And then the final step, step eight is negativity. And so that's learning how to move through ego, learning how to move through limiting beliefs. And we've obviously talked a lot about that just before, um, which all of your listeners can actually start doing and start moving through is like, redefine those limiting beliefs. Like don't allow them to take that control of you. Do the things, like I said before, like write them out, cross them out, read, like turn them into affirmations. Like there's so much that you can do there, but realizing that like limiting beliefs and ego, they don't hold you back ever unless you allow them to. So yeah, that is the eight step process. That is the creation method in a nutshell. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that with us. That's so powerful. Wow. Um, Okay, the last question I have for you around manifesting before we move into our freedom, fail, and win segment is what about when we're trying to manifest something within a certain time period? So like, what is your take on on time and manifestation? And is like, okay, so let's just say, for example, um, maybe some of the listeners are like, okay, well, in the next three months, I want to manifest an online business and I want to start my online business or this month I want to manifest 5k in my business. Like is time something that we can put a stamp on when it comes to manifesting or do we have to give up the control there? Oh, such a good question. I'm so glad you finished with this. Um, okay. So first things first, like time and also highly recommend if you've not ever read it before, like this shifted my perspective so, so much. Um, and I love to share the things that I've read because I feel, feel like it can just help you so much is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, honestly, such a powerful book and he breaks it down so freaking well in there. Um, but essentially like time is not real. Like there's like time is like a human created concept, like clock time. Um, and so, you know, like, yes, like, of course it serves a purpose. Like, you know, the element of time, like, of course it does. Like, you know, especially like I said before, like taking your inspired action and things like that. Like you want to have a business in three months. Like, of course there's going to be things that you need to do within that three month period. And, you know, having that definition of time, like clocked time that allows you to actually break that down. into like, okay, in the first week I need to do this. In the second week I need to do this. Like, of course, you know, that's really important. But there's two elements to this. So the thing to realize is like, because like time isn't like necessarily actually real, all you ever actually have is the present moment. Like all you ever have is the now, ever. Like all that you and I have, Kel, like us talking right now is this moment. Like all the people listening right now, like all they ever have is this moment listening to this podcast. Like all you ever have is the now. And the now is where the magic happens. Like the past is done. Like the past has been, you've got beautiful memories of it. That's great. But the past is done and you can't allow the past to define where it is that you're going next. And so a lot of people do that when they project what it is they're expecting out of the future. They take what's happened in the past and they apply it to the future and they let, you know, what's gone on define what they think is going to happen next. And essentially, you know, like that in itself is creating resistance. That is you placing your expectations on it when it's like the, neither of those two things are linked. Like they've got nothing to do with each other. And so going forward, you get to choose what it is that you want, what it is that you're calling in and whatever's happened before. It doesn't matter. Like that's been, that's done. Like let's move forward. But then with the future, you know, again, the future is our expectation. So that's all that the future is. It's what you think is going to happen, but it's like, that doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen. Of course, it's good to, you know, have visualization and to have those things that you're working towards. But with that freedom, with that flow, knowing that the universe has got you, because otherwise, if you look at your future and that's where you place, like I said before, you know, I'll be abundant when I'll feel loved when, you know, that's all in a future version of you. That's when you start to create a lot of anxiety around 
And that's where anxiety lives is in the future because you're so worried about what's going to happen next. But a lot of the time, and, you know, I've worked with clients like with anxiety and those sorts of things in the past. Um, and again, not discounting like, you know, professional medical help or anything like that. Like I'm all about that. Like, you know, if that's something that you need, but like realize like you have power over, you know, and I speak from someone who did suffer from a lot of anxiety. And for me, letting go of that expectation of my future was what allowed me to live really presently in the present moment, in the now, and to come into such alignment with where I am. Because a lot of the time, like you think about it, you know, you're not really ever present. Like you're so either focused on what's just happened or you're so focused on where you're going. You're not actually appreciating appreciating the present moment at all. So even when that future thing manifests for you that you had in your future, when it manifests in the present moment, you're not even there to really appreciate it because you're already so focused on the next future thing. So like that thing that you so wanted, suddenly that just gets swept by and you don't even really celebrate that. You don't appreciate it. And when you don't celebrate it, you don't signal to your subconscious that you have succeeded. Like you don't sell you don't um, signal to your subconscious that it's even really worked, that it's even really manifested. And that's where a lot of us then think, you know, subconsciously, we don't even realize we do it, but we're like, oh shit, I must have failed. Like, oh, you know, and that's when we start to feel like, you know, the things that we want so badly, it's not enough. Like even when it manifests, like, oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's like, oh my gosh, like slow down for a second, come back into the present moment, like come back into the now and realize like that is where everything happens. Um, but in regards to, you know, setting a, a time frame around what you want to manifest, like I'm all about it. Like I definitely am about that. I've done it for myself in my, and it is honestly, it is the thing that when I first started out, I was like, what the heck? Like, do you set a time? Don't you? Like, I don't know. It was the thing that like plagued me the most, but it's, I've had to go through it myself to actually figure it out on the other side. Um, and I'm glad to be able to share that because hopefully at least it helps like one person and they can let go of that stress and that fear around like, should I set the time? Should I not? Because I know I would have wanted to hear this. Um, and essentially like, yes, for me, I would say like set, set a time frame that you ideally would like it to manifest for you, but set it loosely. Like, yes, like set, you know, the time frame. like, let's say it's 30 days, but not a like be all end all. If it doesn't happen in 30 days, it's not happening. You know, like, yes, set the expectation around the 30 days, but loosely, because the thing is, if you attach so much to that 30 days, Oftentimes it might have manifested in 12, but you were so attached to the 30 days mm. that you actually spread it out. Or, you know, you get to the 30 days and it hasn't manifested. And like we talked about before, you then get like, oh shit, like it didn't work. Like all this resistance comes up, comes up and you actually stop the thing from manifesting for you, even though it was coming on day 31 or day 32, you know, so mm-hmm. it's always on its way. And so, yes, set those, you know, time frame sort of goals because like, you know, as much as I'm, like I said before, all about the energy and all about, you know, um, like those energetic shifts, I am all about the action as well. And how can you have action if you don't really know what it is that you're working towards and when you would like it to manifest? So, you know, in, you know, in the physical, like, yes, like create those time frames so that you can work towards it, but energetically have that trust that the universe is always delivering, like know that it's on its way for you and that it is being delivered in divine timing. And I understand that that is honestly one of the hardest parts is like, you know, if it doesn't manifest when you wanted it to, like, oh, people jump to like, oh, it doesn't work. And it's like, Mm. no, it does. Like, but you might not be the version of you that you need to be yet to actually receive it. Like you might just need to go through this one extra little thing. You might need to meet this one other person. You might need to just go through this teeny tiny little shift before you are the version of you that you need to be to receive. And then when you do go through, and then when you do receive that thing, maybe a little bit longer than how you actually wanted it to arrive for you, you'll look back and be like, 
oh my gosh, I'm so glad that didn't manifest to me when I thought I wanted it because I actually wasn't ready then. I'm so ready now and that's why I've got it. And I'm the version of me that I need to be to receive it. And so you can look back and be like, oh, I see why that happened. And so if you can feel into that sort of feeling, like even along the way before maybe that's actually happened for you, having that trust and just knowing the universe is literally just delivering in divine timing always, that's what allows it to flow to you easily and effortlessly and oftentimes faster than you expect. I am so obsessed with this entire conversation. Like I am just totally blown away right now. So, okay. One really quick question on like on top of the time thing. If we, let's say, I don't know, maybe this is like, is just too specific and like something you shouldn't worry about. But let's say that we did want to get better at increasing like our speed of manifesting and like, just like improve our skill when it comes to manifesting and be able to call those things in quicker. Like I know for me personally, things that I was working on manifesting a few years ago took way longer than they do today, just because I've gotten better and I've become that next level version of myself. So is it about embodying that next level version and showing up as that person more than anything? Oh yes, definitely. It's about stepping into that. But the thing is too, you know, you say like, Oh, I feel like I've gotten better at it and things manifest to me faster than they used to. But of course they do because they've manifested for you in the past. And so of course it's easier for you to feel into that energy. It's easier for you to believe it. And of course, when you believe it and you, you sit into that energy of being aligned with it, of course it flows to you easier, but of course it's easier to feel aligned with it when you've already done it. You know, when you've already, especially, you know, like if it's business and things like that, you know, when you're getting started and you've never made a dollar in your business and you're like, okay, I really want a 5k month, like $5,000 is like, it feels very far away. Um, but then, you know, you, you work at it, you do the action, you do, you know, the energy shifts, you do all of those things to call it in. And that $5,000 manifest, then you're like, okay, all right. Like that wasn't so bad. Took longer than I thought, but okay, I can do this. And that's what's like, okay, let's go 10K, you know? And then, you know, 10K takes a little bit less time because your energy is already like, yeah, I've done it once, even when it felt hard. So I can do it again. And then 10K is easy. And then, you know, okay, let's go 15K. And then that's where it's like, okay, well, we already did 10K. Like we've already broken five figures. So 15 is like not that much of a stretch. Like, you know, and that's when it gets a little bit easier. And it's because as you go through, your belief around what is possible for you, it gets, it grows like because you're doing it consistently. So that's where, you know, it does feel easier as time goes on. And of course it does because you keep manifesting more and more. Um, but in the beginning, you know, obviously it feels tougher because you haven't manifested it. So you're like, okay, well, you know, I want to believe it so much, but like, like how, like how to, how do I believe it? And what I would say is like, like you said, and we'll come back to it, but like, you know, embodying that version of you that's already got it. But what I would also say is start small, like literally start so small. Like I talk about this all the time. When I first started, it was like, okay, like I am manifesting a free car park. And it took me a while to realize that Americans don't call a parking space a car park. Like so many people in the States reach out and like, what the heck is a car park? (laughs) Apparently it's an Aussie thing. Um, But that honestly, like I would, and this is when I was, okay, like, all right, this manifesting thing, like let's give it a go. And I would drive into a car park and like a, a parking place and be like, okay, universe, thank you so much for the free car park like right near the entrance I'm so grateful and it's like a fully packed out car park like no spots available and I would just keep saying it like thank you universe for the car park I'm so grateful thank you for the universe thank you universe for the car park I'm so grateful and I'll drive around the corner and there would be an empty car park like literally waiting for me and I was like oh I did it like I manifested it and it's that little teeny tiny energy shift and you know of course like a free car park doesn't change your life but what it does is it shifts your energy into like okay like 
all right, I can feel into this. Like I can believe it. And it's like, all right, let's manifest a free coffee. And then, you know, you, you manifest free coffee or let's manifest you know, um, $10 or, you know, finding some money on the ground. And that's one thing that I literally in the beginning, like you see five cents on the ground, pick that five cents up and celebrate the shit out of it. Like, thank you universe so much for this five cents. I am so grateful because it's money you didn't have. And if you step over it and you keep walking, you are signaling to the universe, like, well, I don't need money. Like, that's fine. Mm. I know it was there and I know it's not mine, but I don't need it. Like I'm good. So you could have walked around the corner and walked into a $500, you know, money bag or something, you know, but like, because you have signaled to the universe, like I, I, that five cents doesn't matter to me. You're just signaling that like you don't want money. And so like, that is honestly like start little and then, you know, obviously take it to the next level. So if you've got a business, which I know that a lot of your audience does, you know, they're getting started in it, you know, thank you for my first, you know, my first ever client. Like I'm so grateful for my first client for that first payment. Thank you for my first, you know, thousand dollars. Thank you for my first $2,000. Like work it up slowly rather than being like, okay, I don't have a business at all, but thank you universe for my six figure month. I'm so grateful. And it's like, of course, you feel into it all you want. But if you don't actually, if you say it over and over again and you don't actually believe it to be true, that's just you saying it. And the thing with affirmations, the thing with manifesting, it's all based on energy and, of course, the action that it goes alongside it. But in terms of the metaphysical stuff, the energy-based stuff, saying it is not the same as actually feeling it and knowing that it is true for you before it is. So there is no shame in going, thank you, universe, for my first $100 in my business. I'm so grateful. You know, and rather than being like, oh, well, I didn't manifest like six figures. Like that's no good. It's like, no, celebrate so much that you made that first, that first payment. Someone paid you from that. Like you created something like you've made money literally from something you created that wasn't there before. So celebrate that. And then it becomes 200 and then 500 and then a thousand and then 5,000 and then 10,000. Like work it up because that is how you get into that energy so easily. And that's how it gets really easy for you to feel into that energy of it being yours before it already is. And that is such a crucial aspect. Like what you said before, feel into it. You know, what would you know, 10K a month version of me look like? What would their life feel like? What would they be doing? What actions would they be taking? You know, all those sorts of things start to feel into that. But of course, that gets easier once you sort of get the ball rolling. So I just kind of wanted to get, I wanted to go over those initial steps because I think it's really easy to be like, oh, feel into it before it's already yours. And people are like, what the heck do you even mean? Like, I don't have 10K a month. So like, how do I feel into that? And it's like, start small, like literally start small. And then as you start to manifest things, then of course, like set the, you know, the 5k, the 10k, the 20k, the 50k feel into that as though it's already yours. And so it will be, and I promise you it will flow so easily, but take those baby steps at the beginning. Ah, so good. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Okay. So let's get into our freedom fail and win segment. So our freedom fail of the week is basically just anything that didn't really go so well, or could have gone a little bit better that kind of annoyed you. And our freedom win is something that we're celebrating. So I can go first. So you have a second to think of yours. Um, my freedom fail, I don't know what's been going on like the last, I would say week to 10 days, but I have been like having terrible sleeps. Like I usually have no problem falling asleep or like getting back to sleep, but it's just been like those tossing and turning all nights. You don't actually know if you ever fall, uh, fell asleep kind of sleeps that I've been having. And I don't know what's going on. Um, but that's a little frustrating because I've been, and then like I'm someone who needs their sleep. So then I let myself sleep in and then I'm, it's like this whole roller coaster of like, okay, I'm not falling asleep 
like when I want to, not getting a good sleep. So I'm going to sleep in less time in my day. I obviously need to read that book that you recommended because time is, I know like this whole like other concept, but then it's like, okay, well less time, like getting the things that I need to done or getting the things I need to done or running my errands or blah, blah, blah. And then it's like this whole cycle of like, okay, well I'm going to go try to go to bed early again tonight so that I can get up early. And then it's just that all over and over and over again. So it's like, do I just take it as a sign that I am supposed to be going to bed a bit later and getting up a bit later and do the work later? Or do I try and like correct the cycle? So that's been throwing me off a little bit. And then my win is that I actually had a um, one of my high level clients who lives about like two to three hours from me. She came to the city on the weekend and we had this amazing day together. We did like one of her VIP sessions in person over pasta and sangria at lunch, which was so amazing. And then we just did some shopping and got some new things. And she bought her first Louis Vuitton bag, which was so fun. And it was just so nice to have like a high vibe day together. And to just like celebrate how far she's come to because she's come such a long way in like literally just under a year. So it was really, really fun to celebrate all of that with her. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm celebrating her too. I love Yay. that. <laughs> yeah. She's amazing. What are yours? Um, I'm probably going to go a little bit against the grain here and I'm going to lump my freedom fail with my freedom win. I love that. I do it all the time too. Yeah. I'm all about like, you know, for me, like failure, it's not real. Like, you know, um, I see failure as feedback. And so like, for me, like lumping them together just seems like so in flow and it's just what I feel called to. So that's the way I'm going to go. But what I would say for me, like, Freedom fail wise is, and it, I wouldn't say in the last week, but over the last, you know, couple of months, and it's something that's really come to my attention. So basically, you know, my business has really grown a lot over the past six months. Like it's really, really grown. And with that comes a lot of growing pains. Um, and it's a really good problem to have where, you know, it sort of went from like, Hey, one woman show, like kind of just doing everything to suddenly like, okay, like I really need help. Like I need to start, um, you know, having other people helping me and doing all of these sorts of things. And so the, the fail part of that would be that like, I would say thinking for too long that, you know, I need to do it all and it needs to be just me. And as a result, sort of pushing other areas of my life, you know, kind of putting them on the back burner, mm-hmm. you know, um, where, you know, some of my days would go way longer than I would intend them to and not necessarily because of a big deadline, like a big launch or something like that, but just like consistently working on my to-do list. Um, and, you know, always thinking that there was always so many things that I needed to do and like trying to sort of just take it all on myself rather than sort of, I guess, trusting and letting go of elements of that. And it's, you know, it's kind of gone hand in hand where now I've started to really, um, really start to prioritize like, okay, what's happening? Where am I going next? What am I looking at? Um, and what does that look like in terms of building out a team? And so the win side of that is that I've now hired my first like official strong babe team member and then started outsourcing a lot of different areas of my business. So, you know, getting people to help me with, and don't get me wrong, see, this is the thing, you know, it's stuff I like to do and I, I think I'm pretty good at it, like the design side of things and like the, you know, creating all those sorts of things. But I know that like it's not my zone of genius. Like, well, it is, but it's like 
I am here for something bigger than creating graphics on Canva. You know what I mean? Like my message has to, not saying that that's bad or anything like that, but like the message that I'm here to share, like I'm actually holding that back and that's a disservice to my audience. If I spend my time creating things that I could give to someone else who that's their incredible zone of genius and they're so, so good at that. And so that's where for me, the wind translates like, okay, now I'm at a point where I'm starting to, you know, outsource a lot of those things. And I had done it in the past with a couple of things, but not really given that control over, I guess, out of an element of fear where it's like, you know, it's my baby. Like I've kind of grown this, like trusting someone else with it. And so that would be my win is like, I really opened myself up to it over the last, like, let's say month, but mainly over the last couple of weeks. And it's been transformational. And the team member that I've taken on is phenomenal. I love her to pieces. Like literally she feels like an extension of me. Um, and she's just helping so much to like, you know, move the needle in my business and do the things that I just wasn't finding the time for. And knowing that that's going to be what then takes us to the next level in terms of reaching the people that we need to reach and spreading the message that I know I'm here to share rather than getting bogged down in those things. And as well, you know, this goes, you know, so in flow with, you know, your whole message and what you're about, but it's opened up a lot more freedom in my life too. So more freedom to, you know, fill up my cup and do things, you know, with my partner, James, and with my friends and going for walks with my friends or going out to brekkie or going to dinners and like all those sorts of things. Like I'm getting time back for that, which honestly, like is it's so like, it's the thing you invest in time because it's the one thing that you, you can't, (laughs) you can't replace it. So, um, yeah, that has definitely been a lesson that I've learned over the past, let's say month, but yeah, that would be my combination freedom fail. I love it. Congrats on that. There's yeah. That's like, I totally get it. It's like, Oh my God, there's so much going on. Like I need the support, but it's like, that in itself is something to celebrate. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us today. This was so valuable. I can't wait to like re-listen to it and get my notebook out and just like literally write down everything and like study it because you are just incredible and all this is incredible. And obviously it's working for you. So can't wait to dive into all of that more. Oh my gosh, my love. I so hope that you enjoyed this interview as much as I loved being a part of it. I really do know that there was so much inside of there that has the ability to change your life. Like there are so many pivotal shifts in there and transformational moments. And I really hope that a lot of it has resonated with you. If you have enjoyed the episode, then definitely make sure that you let me know about it by heading over to iTunes and leaving me a review. It means the world to hear of the shifts that it's helping you to make. And of course, every single review that you babes leave puts out a beautiful energy to attract more gorgeous strong babes who need to hear these messages so thank you in advance if you take the time to go and do that don't forget you can also head over to my website strongbabecollective.com forward slash podcast for all of the show notes on this episode as well as all of the other episodes that we have ever recorded it's literally like a high vibe library waiting for you while you're there you can check out all the other resources that I have including my coaching options my different group courses and of course my free library of manifestation tools so you can go and download the tools that I've used in my life to manifest so many of my biggest desires and now you can use them as well. So make sure you head over to strongbabecollective.com and go and check it all out. But that is it from me, my love. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I honestly love connecting with you so much and being a part of your beautiful manifestation journey. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm already looking forward to talking to you in the next one. And until then, I'm sending you all the love and the highest vibes always. Bye. Thank you.